and we are live with the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Nicholas Bavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson. And Andrew, it's our first week without the NFL, so we're tuning into a little bit of a different, you know, kind of realm for us as we now preview this upcoming World Baseball Classic. The tournament will start on March 7th and will conclude on March 21st. But usually in years past, the World Baseball Classic has provided us a lot of good time memories in the baseball world. So this should be a fun and interesting tournament. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking forward to MLB. But right before the MLB gets to a start, we get the WBC. Always a good time. Uh, to Miami and a lot of different places. But Miami going to host the finals and semifinals. Correct me if I'm wrong about that, Nick. And yep. you can see how big the sport of baseball is growing. You would assume that, okay, the USA is going to you know, be dominant and et cetera, et cetera. The best talent lies in America. Not really. If you look at the positions, like we're going to dive into this a little bit. I would think the U.S. is overall the best roster, but very debatable. You could, yeah, yeah the, the, we'll get into that. But I think teams like uh, Venezuela and the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and Colombia are all going to have positions in Cuba. Uh, forgot Cuba got a very little sneaky too. Yeah. All have positions better than the United States. I'm not saying teams, but at individual positions, whether it's starting pitcher, right. or shortstop, or catcher, uh, whatever it may be. But that's could be a little sneaky. And you have teams from all over the world. You have teams from uh, obviously being North America and South America. Europe's in there. Asia's in there. Even Australia and China are getting in there as well. Great, great, uh, great Britain, Canada, Israel. You can see how big the game is go- is growing and how far it's going and how far it's going to go in the future. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be the fifth installment of the World Baseball Classic. Japan has taken the first two World Baseball Classics, then the last two were won by the Dominican Republic, and then the United States in 2017. The last World Baseball Classic was unfortunately postponed due to the COVID outbreak. So now getting this tournament back this year is really fun for the fans. The last World Baseball Classic provided a lot of big-time memories. My favorite one was obviously when Manny Machado was about to hit a home run to dead center. It was robbed by his teammate Adam Jones uh, for a big-time home run. The USA went on to win that game, and they went on to win the whole tournament. They're now looking to win their second World Baseball Classic and tied Japan for the most titles in the tournament's history. But before we get into that, let's now look into a little bit of a preview of each respective pool that will lead up to deciding the tournament for this year's World Baseball Classic. In the first pool, you have Chinese Taipei, who is the host, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy and Panama. So a very interesting group to say the least. Really not easy. We'll get into a little bit of the roster preview for each of these teams, but there are some big time players for some of these teams, and it could lead to maybe a lot of you know interesting games being played in that pool. In pool B, you have Japan, who is the host of that one. They have South Korea, Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. So Japan looking to win their third baseball classic. They have a great opportunity. And they're usually always a very, very tough team to beat when it comes down to this tournament. In Pool C, you have the United States, who are the hosts for that one. They will be with Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. The USA is one of the favorites. In my opinion, probably the favorite to win the whole tournament. So they'll have a tough test, especially in their pool. But they have a really stacked roster, as we'll get into a little bit. And the final pool in Pool D, you have Puerto Rico, Venezuela, the Dominican Republic, Israel, and Nicaragua. And the DR, by far, is if there was another team that, in my opinion, would be you know the favorite behind the U.S., it's got to be the Dominican Republic's team. 
They have a star-studded lineup, to say the least. And if the USA is going to have any problems getting to the final and winning the whole tournament, it's probably going to be from the Dominican Republic. Yeah, that Dominican Republic team looks absolutely stacked. I think they have the best rotation in the tournament. I, I don't think that's even that. I don't think that's even me being a uh, exaggerating it or trying to, I guess, reverse mush the U.S. Uh, their rotation right. is phenomenal from starting from the first starting pitch to the last. It's uh, it, it, it's an MLB All Star team, the Dominican Republic. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you're not kidding. I mean, we'll get into their team in a little bit. It's this is the good thing about these World Baseball Classics. It gives you it's kind of like a pre All Star game to the actual you know before the season starts and with the amount of ro- like talent you have on each roster, there's you know there's always going to be some fun competitive action from these teams and like you said it's a nice tune up before we get into this year's MLB season which surely will be another great MLB year like we had last season. Um, to get into the first roster, not really many notable players, in my opinion, on the Chinese Taipei roster. Um, you have Yu Chang from the Boston Red Sox. Um, the most notable player I saw on their team was a former uh, Yankee legend, Chiming Wang. He's their bullpen coach. So the only reason I'll be pulling for Chinese Taipei to get out of their pool will be because of uh, Chiming Wang, who was one of, one of my favorite pitchers growing up, a former style on Yankee. So we'll have to see how Chinese Taipei fares in their pool. Um. The yeah, next, the yeah, go ahead. Yeah, speaking of former Yankees, there's a lot of former Yankees in this tournament, especially this pool. Um, yeah. I'll let you go into the Netherlands because there's a couple surprises on there as well. Yeah, the Netherlands is a very sneaky team. I think they could be a team that maybe makes a kind of a run in this tournament, and their especially in their pool. You have some for you know, couple of current MLB players, couple of former MLB players, Kenley Jansen, who just signed with the Boston Red Sox, former Atlanta Brave Jair Jersians. You have MLB uh, player Pedro Strope. Uh, Offensive-wise, they have Chadrick Tromp of the Atlanta Braves. But their lineup is really good also. Xander Bogarts, the newest San Diego Padre. Former Yankees, D.D. DeGlorious is on this team. Jonathan Scope is usually a very good time hitter. So he could be providing a spark for their team. And Dalton Simmons is there. And then you have former MLB players and Waldemir Ballantine and Roger Bernardina. So... There's a the Netherlands has a very good team, not to mention also one of their bench coaches is Andrew Jones, and they have Burt Bylevin as a pitching coach. So they're they are a very sneaky team and could realistically be a favorite to win their pool based on some of the players they have in that lineup. The question's gonna be is their pitching going to live up to that? We have a good time clo- you know, reliever at Kenley Jansen. Jurgens, in my opinion, probably is the best starter in that rotation, but there could be some guys that we haven't heard of yet and could make a big-time impact when this tournament starts. You know what's the funniest thing about these uh, about the World Baseball Classic? When you look at these rosters, a lot of them, and I'm not really trying to nitpick here, I know Curacao is a Dutch island in the Caribbean itself, but I think it's kind of funny that even the Netherlands, a country with millions of people, this tiny island in the Caribbean is producing the majority of the talent for the Dutch. Right. 150,000 people live there. And then you got have guys like uh, Jonathan Sculpt coming from there and Andrew Alton Simmons coming from there. Uh, even Aruba. Bog- I know it's not Curacao, but Xander Bogart is also from the Caribbean from uh, Aruba. And you have a lot of these guys coming from the Caribbean only from those Dutch settlements. So I find that kind of ironic. 
Yeah, I mean, it's really it's really fun when you see some of that. And there's going to be a surprise one from when we talk about Team Canada a little bit later on. They have a very surprising player that I did not know of at the time, but a big-time MLB All-Star that's on that team. And that he could realistically maybe get Canada to pulling off some big-time wins, especially in that tough pull with the United States. Uh, to move on to the next team, this is another interesting team too, Cuba. They have some a couple MLB uh, former players on their team. Have guys like Andy Baez, Ioannis Cespedes, the former New York Met, is on the team. Current uh, Chicago White Sox, Yo Mancada, is on their team as well as Luis Robert. And you know, we, you know, we've seen Luis Robert. He is one of the bright young talents in the MLB. So to see him early on in this type of a tournament definitely gets you know an opportunity to see what he can display on such a big you know stage like the World Baseball Classic. But it's going to be tough to see how, you know, Cuba fares. I mean, their pitching rotation isn't the brightest, not really the greatest in, so far at looking at some of these teams. But we'll have to see. Maybe Cespedes, you never know what he can provide. He's been injured the last couple of seasons. So maybe if he's able to do well, you never know. Someone maybe could, you know, sign him to give them a late season playoff push. But who knows? I mean, Cespedes is about almost 40 years old at this point, but... Right. Uh, on the opposite side of that, you have a lot of young talent on this team playing mostly in the Cuban League, but a lot of guys born in the late 90s, even some born in the early 2000s. So depending on how they develop down in Cuba, they could be a sleeper for years to come. Yeah, like listen, I'm not advocating to sign U.S. Cespedes at all. But, I mean, listen, if he has like if he has a, a big-time tournament, I mean, who knows? This tournament is a, is a big-time stage for a lot of these players to showcase their talent. And then... Who knows where they are down the line this, you know, the rest of the season and for future years to come. But we'll have to see. Um, going on to the next team is Team Italy. And this is another interesting team, to say the least. They have a couple of big-time MLB players, or former MLB players, I should say, on their team. Uh, they have Mike Piazza as their manager to start off. So that is a really funny you know, thing to this see. This is going to be the Mets team. If you're a Mets fan not living in the United States, this is your team. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, if you're not, in my opinion, if you're not rooting for the, if you, if the U.S. were to, you know, unfortunately get eliminated, I think Team Italy is the team you want to root for just because, you know, why not? We're all, we all have a little bit of Italian blood in us. Um, They have former, you know, some notable players, guys like Nicky Lopez from the Kansas City Royals. They also have um Matt Harvey, the former New York Met. He'll be on this team. So, We'll have to see how Harvey does. It's been a while since we've seen him pitch. And, you know, to have him pitch on this type of a stage would be very interesting to see how he fares. But other than that, Italy's team is very, very, you know, sketchy. I mean, David Fletcher from the Los Angeles Angels is also there. But not a lot of star power when it comes to this team. So I think the X factor here is going to be Sal Frelick. Uh, For anyone who has no idea who Sal Frelick is, he is a big-time prospect. Born in Boston, or born, so he's an American, like a vast majority of his team. His team is pretty much 75% born in the United States, but have some sort of Italian blood to get them here. South Farrell, it was a big-time player in, in a college and the, uh, in the minor leagues right now. So he's my X-Factor here. This could be his breakout tournament. And that's all it takes. I mean, you, one, one guy becomes a breakout player, and then the next thing you know, you're moving on to play in the tournament. So that could be a big-time factor when it comes to Italy. So we'll have to see how they fare. And then for Team Panama, the last team in this pool, they have a couple of good, you know, a couple of decent, you know, re- starting pitching and relievers for their bullpen. 
and the rotation. So maybe that will help them prevail. They have guys like Jaime, uh, Jaime Barrios, excuse me, from the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, Pablo Espino. They also have Javi Guerrero. So not really the biggest time names for their, you know, bullpen and their rotation. But, I mean, they have, form, you know, MLB experience. So maybe that could prevail them to making a, you know, a surprising run in this tournament. They also have Christian Benincourt from the Tampa Bay Rays. Former New York Met Ruben Tejada is on this team as well. So it will be very f- interesting to see how they fare. Luis Ortiz is the manager of Team pa- uh, Panama. So being that as a major, Johnson, when listen- listening to all of these rosters, who do you think is the favorite to come out of Pool A? Oh, man. Uh, it's tough. I think it's going to come down to Netherlands and Cuba. I think they're one and two. I say, I would also say that maybe Panama and Italy could be some dark horses, but if I had to rank them, I'd say Canada. I'm sorry, Canada. Netherlands and Cuba would be 1A, 1B for me. So do you have a pick? Yeah, I'd put Netherlands at 1A, and then I'd put okay. Cuba just right below them. Okay, so Netherlands. I, I, I don't tend to disagree with you on that. I think Netherlands has a very, you know, Interesting team to say the least, but they have a lot of good veteran leadership on that team to, I think, propel them to the next, you know, the next round of the World Baseball Classic. And I think at the end of the day, I think having guys like Bogarts on that team is really a big time spark. So I think that will propel them to move on into the next round of the tournament. So we'll have to see how that fares. But now let's move on to Pool B of the World Baseball Classic. And this one is hosted by Japan. And Japan, listen, I mean, we know they're going to have a really interesting roster, to say the least, and they're probably going to be another team like the U.S. and the Dominican Republic to this win. This could be a finals team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have guys like you, Darvish, on the team. He just signed a big-time extension. Obviously, Shohei Otani is on this team. I mean, he provides a spark pitching and hitting. So just having those two alone is really good. Seiya Suzuki, this, the, uh, the youngster from the Chicago Cubs, is on this team. And... I think right there and then, those three alone, I mean, that's a really good roster. Then you never know what Japan has in store because they have a lot of talent that sign on to major league rosters the last couple of seasons and are really becoming big-time players. So you also have uh, Yoshida from the Red Sox. I forgot to bring him up. He just signed a big-time contract with them in the offseason. So Japan has a really, really formidable team. You know what's kind of uh, perplexing to me? No Kenta Maeda on this team. That's true. That's true. That's, that's the most perplexing thing about this. I, when I was looking at these rosters, I go, I'm looking for Kenta, and I couldn't find him. He's had some really solid years with the Twins. He's only in his mid-30s, and in baseball years, if you're a pitcher, if you're good enough, you can go to your 42, 43 years old. So right. he could very well be in the prime of his career, but I think that injury may have slowed him down a little bit. But yeah, a little disappointing to see no uh, no Kenta Maeda on this team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely tough. I mean, injuries definitely will hurt at the end of the day, but... I think either way, Japan still with the roster they have could really make a big, a nice run in this tournament, and especially in their pool bracket when it comes down to it. Uh, moving on to the next team, Team Korea. Some of their notable players they have Hwan uh, Soo Kim from the Philadelphia Phillies. I believe he is on. Uh, you could correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, no, that's Tommy, right. Tommy Edmond from the St. Louis Cardinals is also that was a really that was one of the ones I was kind of you know surprised by. I did not know he'd be playing for Team Korea, so he is on there. And Kwang Hyun Kim, also from the St. Louis Cardinals, is on this team. So not really many noticeable players on this team for the for Team Korea. I also have uh, Ha Sung Kim from the San Diego Padres. So 
it'll be very interesting to see how they go on in this tournament. But just like team, you know, just like the previous team, Team Japan, I mean, it's really going to come down to do they have diamonds in the rough that can help them propel them, you know, the rest of the, the pool and maybe on to the rest of the tournament. So we'll have to see how they fare. Yeah, uh, one thing we are mentioning, we didn't mention, uh, we talk about the Cardinals, we didn't mention Lars Nupar from the uh, from the Cardinals as well. He's playing for Japan. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, right. That's, yeah, I, I, forgot, I completely forgot about that. That's, that's true. Yeah, yeah dude, I'm, remind me right now, he's playing for Japan too. But uh, going back to South Korea, again, like you said, we're going to need a diamond. We're going to need someone to break off this tournament. I think this is the most open group in the entire uh, World Baseball Classic. I think A, C, and D kind of have two or three favorites that okay these two or three are gonna have either going on or these two out of three are gonna go on this is the most wide open group so anything can really happen in this group and i like south korea's chances to make something happen here yeah i think they have a really good opportunity to move on in this pool and even further on in the tournament so we'll have to see how they fare uh team australia let's just face facts they don't really have the most well-known roster and a lot of people are saying it's not a strong roster they were supposed to have Liam Hendricks, but due to his Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, you know, diagnosis, he's going to miss the tournament. So best wishes to him. Really, listening, there must, you know, the most notable players are Warwick Saltpole from the, the Detroit Tigers and Angels outfielder Aaron Whitfield, uh, Whitefield. So really, not a strong roster for Australia, but they have really, they have, you know, surprised in the past. They have a seventeen to seven mercy rule over Mexico in two thousand nine. So maybe. Australia pulls off some big time upset, but it will have to be off of guys that you really have never heard of before. Yeah, I gotta say, I really go deep in the prospects and all this stuff, and I haven't heard of almost any of these players. But <laughs> hopefully, they prove. Hey, listen, prove me wrong. Prove everyone else wrong. No, it's definitely fair. I mean, and then going on to the next team, Team China. I mean, this is another team where you're not really noticing a lot of players in the MLB, but keep in mind they have, you know, they have could easily pull off some big-time upset if they need to. Uh, their shortstop, Ray Chang, is going to his fourth World Baseball Classic, and he's been great in the tournament. He's in 324 in previous tournaments. So that would be an interesting sign to see. Uh, they also have Angels prospect Alan Carter. So that's probably the maybe the most notable player you would probably see for this team. But China could maybe pull off an upset here or there. You never know. We'll have to see how they fare. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be Ray Chang's swan song, if you want to believe it. Yeah. Or do you think he comes back in uh, in a couple of years and he's in his early 40s and plays? I doubt it, but hey, I'd, lo- I'd love to see it. Yeah, we'll have to see how that fares. And then going into the final team, the Czech Republic, the most notable player I see from their team is former MLB infielder Eric Sogard. Haven't seen him play in a while, so he's going to be playing for the Czech Republic. But other than that, they don't really have that many you know big-time players. They have Georgia Tech commit. Michael Kavala, who's the number one ranked European prospect, uh, according to Perfect Game. So that could be an interesting sight to see him pitch in this tournament. But other than that, it's going to be interesting to see how the Czech Republic uh, fares in Pool B. And now, Nick, since I started off Pool A, for Pool B, do you have a favorite to win this? Or uh, I, I got to pick Japan. It just has yeah, to be Japan. Yeah, okay. I think we agree. I think Japan I, I, is definitely moving on. Yeah, I just don't think you can like, especially when you have Otani on this team, and then you're getting you Darvish. I mean, that one-two combo alone—that's a dangerous one-two for this Japan team. And I forgot to mention they have the uh, the reigning MP uh, NPB MVP uh, Munataka Murakami 
probably butchered that. Have no idea, but he had 56 home runs last season, so he could easily bash the ball in this tournament for Japan. But with that, Otani, uh, Seiya Suzuki, Yu Darvish, and Lars Newtbar, as you mentioned earlier, and Yoshida from the Red Sox, Japan's got a very scary team, and they could easily make a run to the finals. Yeah, so I think we're agreeing on Japan. Now, if I had to go out on Olympia, I think we're saying South Korea for the second team. Uh, I probably say Korea would be, yeah. I think having like the MLB talent. Yeah, I think just having Tommy Edmond and having uh, Ha Sung Kim, those are pretty solid players. You know, Kwang Hun Kim from the Cardinals also. They're, they have a decent amount of talent on their team. The problem is you just don't really know about team, teams like China and Australia and the Czech Republic because they're too unknown. They're, they're exactly. They're just not well-known players. But they are, this this what this tournament's all about. It's knowing, you know, starting to get into a look at who these players are and what they could be down the line for their the rest of their career. So you never know. We could be completely wrong about that. But Japan, by far, looks like the best team for that pool, and they should be a favorite to win this entire tournament. Yeah, I agree. And you want to go into Pool C now? Give our uh, give our preview. Yep, we will go into Pool C now. And the first thing we're gonna talk about is I you gotta talk about Team USA. I mean, this is a very very stacked roster to say the least. Uh, you have. And before we go into this, yeah, go it ahead. could be way more stacked. Not even our oh, best absolutely. players are playing. Right. I mean, remember Kellyan Kershaw, who was supposed to be in this tournament, is now out of the tournament due to an injury. So tough decision there. So we'll have to see how Team USA does after that. But. Some of the guys they have for the team. Listen, here's some of the outfielders. This is just the outfield they have, Johnson. Mookie Betts, Jeff McNeil, Cedric Mullins, Kyle Schwarber, Kyle Tucker, and Mike Trout. That's their outfield. Now, one of those guys are going to have to even move to the infield. I'm thinking maybe Jeff McNeil. It might be Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts might be playing second oh, base. Oh, man, you're right. Mookie Betts at second base. I was thinking Jeff McNeil at second base. But, but here's Betts the, is right there in front of us. He's but way here's better. the problem. Listen to who, have, who they have in the infield. That's where I don't know if they can do that. Pete Alonzo, Tim Anderson, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Bobby Wood Jr. That's really nice to see that the youngster is playing in this tournament. And Trey Turner. I mean... That right there, that's just an unbelievable lineup. That's a gold. That's that's four gold gloves out there. I mean, it's just an unbelievable lineup. And for manager Mark DeRosa, he's got himself a squad. And I forgot to mention who they have in their on their coaching staff too. DeRosa is the manager. Former Mets manager Jerry Man- uh, Manuel is a bench coach. Former Yankee in Atlanta Bray Brian McCann's a bench coach. Ken Griffey Jr. is the hitting coach of the team. Andy Pettit's the pitching coach. Former Yankee Dave Rigetti is the bullpen coach. This is, they have even a stacked, you know, coaching staff, and that is something you don't, you know, normally say. And then before we go into their pitching, their catchers they have they are pretty good catchers. JT Realmuto, Will Smith, and uh, current Yankees catcher and technically backup uh, Kyle Higashioka is on the team. So they they the team USA they just have a really good roster, and this is without even talking about their pitching staff that they have. You know, I'm gonna say it. I'm not too impressed with their pitching. I, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't blame you. I think I am impressed with their bullpen though, because I think they're gonna have Devin Williams gonna out come out. I'm gonna have Adam right. Adovino. So I think as a good one-two punch, they'll be very good coming out of a bullpen. But who's your who's your true number one here? Well, you gotta Is think it about Nicholas? this. Is it Lance Lynn? Um, I wouldn't even be surprised if they just throw out Adam Wainwright. For I was gonna the say him. I, I don't. He is. 
he's he up is there. He's two years old, man. But he's he been, he's still pitch, years old. He's still pitching at a very good, you know, at a very good level. He's still pitching as one of the best pitchers in on that team. Oh God, I know it's just it's so tough. I don't think you have a true number one. They have overall very good pitching. Well, but here's what I'll tell you from years past from this team USA team. They've never had a true number one as their starting pitcher. It could they, be Gafigo too. Yeah, I, I, remember, you have to remember what they are dealing with. Kershaw, who was supposed to be the number one, out. Nestor Cortez could have been one of their top guys. He is out for this tournament. So those are two big key names that are already out. And former, you know, the former MVP who won the, from the last World Baseball Classic, Marcus Stroman, he's representing Puerto Rico now. So definitely a different, you know, changing of the tides for the Team USA. But they're never, they were never known for really having a big-time rotation in years past. For these tournaments, I think just let alone off their bats that they have, I think it will just be enough to you know easily move on. I want I shouldn't say easily move on, but it's just they a really good power. Team. They, they just they have, have a stuff. really good team. It's tough to pick against them. I know. So going into the next team now, let's. I believe the next team we want to go into is Mexico. Yep, Team Mexico, and they have a very good team too. They could be. A, they could really give the USA a lot of problems. They have. Former MLB players, well, current they have some current MLB players as well. They have Luis Sessa, Givai Gallegos, Oliver Perez, um, Jojo Romero is Patrick Sandoval. They have Julio Urias and Jose Urquidy for the rotation as well as Taiwan Walker. So they have some pretty good solid pitching. I mean, that's that's a comes great rotation. That's a fantastic yeah. rotation. I think yeah. it's better than the US's. I th- yeah, I think I think having Urias just I mean Urias by it's far is the better pitcher. Yeah, I th- it's definitely the best pitcher. When comparing it to the U.S., but we'll have to see how that fares. But the the issue I think for the you know for Team Mexico is going to be is their hitting going to do the job? Now they have some good players when it comes to their hitting, but it's not as a Team USA, which is not really fair to say. The only team that I think that stacks up to that USA lineup is the Team Dominican Republic, which we'll get into in a little bit, uh, a little bit, I should say. Sorry. Um, some of the notable players for Team Mexico, Austin Barnes, Alejandro Kirk. I know you're a big fan of him. Uh, Isaac Paredes, Rowdy Telez, Luis Urias, Randy Rosarina, uh, Jaron Duran, Alec Thomas, and Alex Verdugo. So they do have some good hitters on some this nuts. team. And I, like I said, I think they could easily provide, you know, and really give the U.S. a lot of problems when it comes into this tournament. The question is going to be how, you know, how sustainable will that be as the tournament goes on for them? We'll have to find out. But let's go into Colombia now. Colombia is an interesting team as well. They have a couple former MLB players, you know, one of them being Julio Tehran, who we, you know, we saw the Sal on Ferry Hawks. Ferry Hawks legend. Right. So he, so he's still, you know, he's been pitching. We've seen it, you know, as of a couple months ago. So we'll have to see how he does. Uh, for, current New York Met Jose Quintana is on this team. They have Jorge Alfaro, uh, Elias Diaz. They also have Giovanni Urshela. Or Giovanni. Uh, Gio Urshela, sorry. I'm thinking about Giovanni Gallegos from the previous team. Uh, Gio Urshela, sorry. Donovan Solano and Harold uh, Ramirez. So, Colombia doesn't have that bad of a team. They could easily put up a, you know, a couple wins here and there in this tournament. But they, they are definitely a deeper roster than they have been in years past. So, Interesting to see how they will fare in that tournament, and especially in a very tough pool like Pool C is. And I think Canada has one of the most interesting rosters uh, in this pool. 
they have a couple interesting players to say the least. John Axford, one of the names I, you know, right pops right off the bat from when it comes to their pitching. They have guys like Matt Brash, Cal Quantrill, who's a really good young pitcher for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Nick Pavetta is also in there in that bullpen. So a couple interesting, you know, pitchers for them. I mentioned it earlier. Freddie Freeman is playing for Team Canada. That's a big time get for. I was about to say, turn team. Freddie Freeman. I'm glad you mentioned it before. I had, <laughs> not, I had, before I had not an answer. You know, uh, turn coach Freddie Freeman not playing for the U.S. He's playing for Canada this time around. Yeah, so that that's an interesting development there to see how Freddie Freeman will you know will play for this team. By far, going to be the best player for this Team Canada team, and if they're going to go far in this tournament, it'll be off the back of him. They also have guys like Abraham Toro, who's a very, you know, underrated bat in the MLB. Tyler O'Neill, too. He's Tyler O'Neill, too. Yeah, no, Tyler O'Neill is, is a, one of the faster players in the game. So he could definitely provide a nice spark when it comes down to his gloves. So Team Canada definitely has an interesting team, to say the least. And then the final team in this pool is Great Britain. The team's number one star is the Mariners' number one prospect, Harry Ford. So. I forget he's. He, I forget he's playing with this team, but he's going to be a, a sight to see. Right. Not even. Uh, I think he just turned uh, twenty. I think he just turned twenty. In the I think you're right. He's, I think, think he's turned, turned twenty fairly soon. But right. he's going to be a sight to see because people are really gassing up him up as a prospect. He's barely right. played any baseball, but that to me is going to be the best player. He might be the best player in Great Britain. He has, hasn't even stepped foot in the MLB. Right. I mean, he's the number twelfth. He was the number twelfth overall pick in the twenty twenty one draft. So. It'll be interesting to see how he does in this tournament. But right now, I mean, listen, he went 5-for-11 with three home runs and eight RBIs during you know their qualifiers. So he's off to a nice start. If he can continue that pace in the tournament, I mean, who knows where how far Great Britain can go. And maybe they could pull off you know, a shocking upset here and there. Because like we said it already, this pool is really tough. There is a lot of good teams that can move on in the tournament. Um, some of the other notable players they have former uh, MLB player uh, Tra- Trace Thompson and Vance Worley. So they don't really have the deepest roster on paper, but it will be interesting to see how guys like ha- uh, Harry Ford or Harrison Ford, however you want to actually you know name him, it will be interesting to see how he does in this tournament. But looking now back on all these rosters, who is the favorite in Pool C? You think Johnson? Well, before we get into this, I want to point out that a lot of these players on Great Britain are from the Bahamas. And right. what I'm interested in seeing is why is there no Jazz? If all these guys in the Bahamas are able to get on this team, I wonder why Jazz didn't want to play. But uh, he's, on the great, he's on the Great Britain national baseball team, so he was eligible. But I wonder why he decided to uh, step out. I think if they had mm-hmm. Jazz, uh, Great Britain would be, be competitive. But without him, I think they're finishing in fifth. I think unfortunately, just because of the pool they're in, it's it's really tough for them to do, you I, know I, even have a chance. You know, if you if you if you swap them and South Korea right now, I honestly think this team might finish second in group in Pool B. It's just it's not it's just a skill difference, uh, in the most plainest sense of the word. Uh, but in Pool C, I have U.S. as a favorite, but not a heavy betting favorite. And see, I'm having trouble between Mexico and Colombia, but I'm going to tip my hat to Mexico. I think they have the better hitting and pitching than Colombia. Right. But Colombia can make a sneaky upset. Right. I think I think at the end of the day, I think um Mexico is the second best team in this pool, but it's really like I said earlier, it's tough for me to pick against the USA. Their lineup just alone is just absolutely stacked. 
And I said earlier on in the show, I think they're the favorite to win, in my opinion. Could be maybe not your opinion or maybe the opinion of others, but I just think the USA just has a star-studded roster, and it could easily lead them to winning their second straight World Baseball Classic. But before we get into that, we're going to the final pool of this World Baseball Classic, Pool D. And the first team we'll talk about is Puerto Rico. And listen, this is going to be an interesting team. Obviously, Carlos Correa is missing the tournament for this team. That is a big-time blow. It's been a really up-and-down offseason for him. But with him just having a newborn child, he will not be in the tournament. So the biggest, you know, first thing before we go into the roster, how about Yadier Molina, the former uh, St. Louis Cardinal who just retired? He's now going from catching for this team to now becoming the manager of this team. So interesting to see him become the manager and see how he can help these, you know, Puerto Ricans and their players help, you know, win this tournament. So that'll be fun to see. Uh, some of their most notable players, uh, Edwin Diaz, the Mets star closer from this past season. He, you know, if he can pick it up in the World Baseball Classic and get a nice tune-up before the MLB season starts, the Mets could be a very formidable team for the season. Uh, other guys like Jose Barrios from the Toronto Blue Jays. Obviously, he had a bad season last year, so hopefully he could pick it up. Jorge Lopez is also on the team. Emilio Pagan. They also have Marcus Stroman, who I mentioned earlier, who is not playing for the U.S. He's not playing for Puerto Rico this time around. Uh, Dwayne Underwood Jr. is also on the team. Hitting-wise, they have Martin Maldonado, MJ Melendez, Christian Vasquez is the catching. They have Javi Baez and the hitting, Enrique Hernandez, Francisco Lindor, um, and Eddie Rosario in, is one of their outfielders. So this is a very good Puerto Rican roster, and they're right now – you know, a big time, they're going to definitely be a favorite to win this, not only this pool, but to maybe win the whole thing. Um, what are your thoughts about them? Uh, good team, but unfortunately they're in the pool with Venezuela and the Dominican Republic. Right. So I don't think that, I, I think they're going to finish a close second or a close third to either the or Venezuela. Right. But it's a very good team up and down. There's not really any uh, weaknesses. Maybe a catcher, but again, catcher is the hardest position to fill in the MLB. Right. And it's not all baseball. So if they have the, you know, six or seven best catcher, there's um, there's middle of the road at at, uh, at worst. So this team is pretty solid all around. But I want to go into the next team, which is Venezuela. Yeah, and Venezuela, you said, is a really, really a tough opponent for this, for you know, for any team in this pool. I mean. Ulysses Chasheen, I'm not a big fan of him. I know a lot of people that listen on to the show are big fans of him, so he is on this team. Uh, they have a couple other former, you know, current MLB players, Jesus Lazaro and Pablo Lopez. I mean, obviously, they're no longer teammates in the MLB. Sorry, Johnson, didn't want to bring that up, but their teammates once again. <laughs> listen, it was a good trade for you guys, too. Luis Arias is a solid player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Jazz in the outfield. And I, I want to mention that they have uh, Marlins legend Eliza Hernandez. Uh, they do? <laughs> definitely shouldn't be cut before the beginning of the season. Uh, but they also have him coming out. And Herman Marquez, uh, Marquis as well. Yeah, Herman Marquez, yep, is in this is in the rotation. Martin Perez is also there. He had a very good year for the Texas Rangers. Uh, Ranger Suarez is also in the rotation. Eduardo Rodriguez. They have a pretty good uh, you know, pitching staff on so, that team. So far, this is the best pitching staff we've seen so far. I would far. tend to I would I would tend to agree with you. I think this is by far the best one I've seen, you know, at looking back on some of the rosters, I think they have a very good rotation and it's just going to really come down to, can their bullpen, you know, win them some games. 
Um, looking at their lineup, though, their lineup is pretty good, too. And I, I really, yeah, I talked about how good the Dominican Republic team is. This is a close second in this pool for how good a lineup they have. Guys like Robinson Chirinos, Omar Nevaez, Salvador Perez. That's just their catching room, which is really, really solid. We talked about Luis Arias earlier. He's in their infield as well as Jose Altuve, Eduardo Escobar, Andres Jimenez, uh, Miguel Rojas, Eugenio Suarez, Glaber Torres. That's a very good infield for this team. They have a lot of big-time players and a lot of good-time pop in their bats. And then their outfield, I mean, you have Ronald Acuna Jr., David Peralta, Anthony Santander, and Miguel Cabrera as the DH for this team. He's still going strong. Will probably be his last. Actually, most likely will be his last World Baseball Classic. Come on, he's gonna be like he's gonna be close to forty. Uh, this. He's Listen, gonna, he's gonna be done with the MLB after this year. Julio he's Franco done. played up until his like his sixties, dude. Anything, I don't want to hear it. He's done. He's done. Biggie retired. He, he, he should retire. I agree. But Miguel Cabrera being in this tournament is nice, fun development to see. So. Looking off of that, Team Venezuela, they are they are a very, very good team. The problem is, though, is that they're in the same group as the Dominican Republic, and we've been raving about this team. They are absolutely disgusting. I mean, you have the reigning Cy Young Award winner, Sandy Alcantara. You have guys like Genesis Cabrera in their bullpen, as well as Diego Castilla. New Miami Marlon, Johnny Cueto is on this team. Camilo DeVille is on this team, as well as Harlan Garcia, Luis Garcia. Yimmy Jimmy Garcia, yeah. Christian Javier, uh, Rafael Montero. I mean, Jose this Leclerc, team is Hector Neris, Gregory Soto. Yeah, this team really is absolutely good. stacked. Really good pitching on the Dominican Republic, and then let and then let, look at their bats too. Francisco Mejia and Gary Sanchez are their catchers, and this is big for Gary Sanchez. I don't believe he is still signed with the team in the MLB, so this could really be a chance for him to get a contract with the team playing in this tournament. So we'll have to see how he does. Some of their infielders, they have Willie Adamas, former New York Yankee Robinson Cano. Nelson Cruz, who signed with the San Diego Padres, is on this team. I can't believe he's still playing. Yeah, I mean, he's still going short. He's still got a lot of pop in his bat. Um, Rafael Devers, Wanda Franco, Vladimir Guerrero, uh, Manny Machado, Cattell Marte, uh, World Series MVP Jeremy Pena, and Gene Segura. That's just their infield. That is a disgusting, disgusting team that they have. They have a lot of big time players, and that's you know, and that's just naming all that without even naming some of their outfielders that they have. Teoscar Hernandez, the new Seattle Mariner, Eloy Jimenez, Juan Soto, and Julio Rodriguez. This is a absolutely star studded team. This is a gauntlet to go through. I mean, I don't know who would want to play. No one wants to play this team. This is a this is tough. See, you know what I don't get though. Machado should be playing for the U.S. and Vladdy should be playing for Canada. It's all about your heritage. Ah, oh, I know, man. But I, I know it's his heritage. But he, he was born, he, he was born in Miami. I know his, you know, he's of Dominican heritage. But he grew up in Miami. He should be playing for for VOS. He should be playing for us. And I know Vlad wants to win, so I can see why he would go to Canada. But Machado would be starting for us right now, so I don't know why he went to the DR too. Well, I mean, listen. We'll have to see how he does, but Machado is a really good player. He didn't play for the team USA the last World Baseball Classic too. Just keep in mind, so it's not the first time. I know it's just disappointing every time you see it. That's fair enough. Um, going into Team Israel, I mean, they have Richard Bleer. I know how much of a fan you are of him, right? They also have uh, Johnny Lasagna on this team. <laughs> 
no, no, you don't want to. You want to talk about Richard Blair? No. Uh, nope, nope. I'm not. I'm good. He's blown way too many games. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you said Giant Lasagna. He's on this team. Nah, it's the other team. Other team. I, I got, uh, I got a little, you, a little you, bit too off our head. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go ahead to him in a second. Um, some of their other players they have notable: Jock Peterson, Alex Dickerson. Uh, they have Danny Valencia, the former MLB player. I'm shocked to see even him still playing baseball, as well as Ty Kelly. I did not think they were still playing, but I guess they are. As well as Ryan Lavarnway and Garrett Stubbs as their catchers. Um, they don't really have the worst roster, but when you're talking about the teams that are in their pool, it, it's just going to be really tough for them to even have a it's chance. Tough. Again, this is another team. If they were in Pool B, they'd probably have a good chance of getting out of here. Out of here but right. Pool D is the uh, is the group of death, it's, unfortunately. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, with the capital D, to say the least. And then final team is Nicaragua. We talk, You talked about uh, Jonathan uh, Loizaga is in their bullpen. So he's going to be interesting to see. As a Yankee fan, I want to see if he's going to have himself a nice season. Hopefully that happens for us. Uh, some of the other notable players I'm seeing, Alex Blandino. Um not many notable players I'm seeing from the Nicaragua There's team. There's one for me. There's one for me, and he's a there prospect. He's a prospect. He's a prospect in, uh, I forget who assists him, uh, Michael Perez. He's, hit, okay. he's, had, he's, uh, he's not a good prospect, but he's had a couple. He's had. He's been up and down. When he first got, I think he's in the Mariners farm system. When he first got to the Mariners farm system back in 20, 2019, 2020, he was like 17 years old. So he's been there for a couple of years. He's been right. bouncing around a ball. He's had a couple strong seasons. Last year, he wasn't really that great. Uh, so I think he's an X factor here as well. The more playing time he gets, the better. Yeah, I think looking at the team, I think they're by far their strength is their pitching. They have the wise guys we mentioned. They also have Erasmo Ramirez in the rotation. They also have Brewers prospect Carlos Rodriguez, who was pretty good last year in the minors. He had a 3.01 ERA with 129 strikeouts. And Osman Gutierrez was really big for them in the qualifying round. So if Nicaragua wants to pull off some big time, you know, wins and upsets, it'll have to be all for the rotation. But like we said, it's a tough bracket to say the least, especially for them being in pool D when it comes down to it. Uh, I'll go first. I'm pretty sure you're going to be in the same, you know, wavelength as me. I got to pick the DR. I mean, as Venezuela is a very close second, but the Dominican Republic's team is just absolutely too stacked to not win this entire pool. And like I said, I think compared to them in the U.S., I think those are the two favorites to win the entire thing. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Team DR here. And I think it's a coin flip again between uh, Puerto Rico and Venezuela. Oh, boy, this is tough. I mean, the more I'm looking at these, both these rosters, we've gone over it a couple times. I, I don't know if I could pick one. Uh, can I go Venezuela off of... Uh, Maybe run differential to advance. I, I don't know. This is yeah. Puerto Rico and Venezuela. They're really they're they're so it's so tough to pick. If I had to pick between those teams, I'd probably lean towards Venezuela a little bit more. And I think it's just due to the fact of their their pitching. The pitching, the uh, pitching is out. Their pitching is going to carry them. Right. They have the, if they if that was an MLB rotation, it would be even their feared. hitting is is. A, I mean, you have Ronald Acuna Jr. and your in your team. I mean, that's just alone. One guy doesn't make a lineup, but no, it, it doesn't. But it helps if you. Got you. Five pitchers like that, all you need is a solo shot, and you can win a game. You gotta keep in mind you're, you're adding him with Jose Altuve, Salvador Perez. I mean, David Peralta, Anthony Santander, Luis Araya. I mean, they have a really good lineup. They're gonna provide a lot of problems for the Dominican Republic, but so will Puerto Rico. 
it won't be easy for the Dominican Republic to move on in this tournament, to say the least. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, like I said, I'm Venezuela. I think by a hair of the big, of the finest hair you could possibly get. It's uh, it's not gonna be pretty, but yeah. they're gonna go on. I don't know who's gonna win going forward. I think I have an idea for the tournament winners. If you'd like to go on the bat next. Yeah, so based off of what we have, you know, looked at into the rosters and who we have picked to to win each pool, we've picked, but we have surprisingly picked every single, you know, the same per- team for each pool. So that could be that could be very troubling if you're, you know, at home listening to this. Um, we both picked Team Netherlands in Pool A, Team Japan in Pool B, USA in Pool C, and Team uh, Dominican Republic in Pool D. Uh, when it comes down to it, who do we think is going to win the entire thing? Do you have a favorite? I mean, obviously the U.S. is the favorite. Not not because of its not pitching, by, but just, not because, just because of its overall roster strength. You also have the best player in the game in Mike Trout. Right. So I, I'm going to take the team that has the best player in the game, surrounded with a stacked infield. I think the U.S. probably has the best infield in the game. Uh, combine that with the best player in the game and some good pitching, not great pitching. I think it's good enough for them to take home the gold. I, I mean, I think it's also un-American of us to go on a podcast and then not pick Team USA to win the entire. Uh, I mean, if this is World Cup talk we're talking about, I wouldn't pick Team USA. Maybe in a couple <laughs> that's, of years, that's twenty twenty six. Hey, listen, we could be really you good never, in twenty twenty six. Yeah, you never know. Um. It's tough because I really like the Dominican Republic's team. They're they, they're just it's just really really good. I forgot to mention by the way, Nelson Cruz is also the general manager of that team as well as playing for that team. <laughs> I forgot yeah, to mention he, that's that. An, that's another guy that should have retired four years ago. I mean, it, their lineup is just insane. I mean, Devers, Machado, Rodriguez, Jimenez, Soto, Guerrero Jr. You have Sandy Alcantara as your ace with Christian Javier. Um, Here's the thing about that roster, though, Nick. Yeah, the oldest guy in that roster is is uh, Machado, at least star wise. Uh, all these he, guys are in their in their early to mid twenties. Yes, all the they're the players that they have that are their biggest players are some of the brightest stars in the MLB right now. Yeah, they're all in the early to mid twenties, right? And the U.S. is right. kind of that. I've read the mention Jeremy think... Pena too when I talked about that team. Yeah, and Juan U.S. Franco. is going, jeez. They're all young, so I think there may be some ego issues on that team. I you think all these guys are really confident in their skin. They're all in, at least the bigger names are pushing 30 or on the other side of 30. Here's what I'm going to say. Guys I think, like Mike Trout, guys like, yeah, yeah, but you know what I'm saying here. Guys yeah. like Lance Lynn, these guys, these older veteran presence, you know, this, you need an older veteran presence to win a tournament like this. You're not going to throw a bunch right. of kids out there and win. And right. can, I, are you going to trust Machado to be that veteran on the team to kind of calm their well, senses? Well, Cruz is and, by you know, far the, the veteran for the for that team. Yeah, but no one. I'm talking about actual superstar. Like, hey, is, is Udon, is, is, okay, once. okay. Is Udonis Haslam the? Uh, is is he the? Is hey, he, like, he is the bread and bone of that team. Don't even question it. I'm not saying that, but when they're when they're down by ten points, Miami Heat are down by ten points. You go into Udonis Haslam? No, you go into Jimmy yeah, Butler. Well, yeah, he played. He played against the Knicks a couple weeks ago. How'd that work out for him? Uh, you know, Bam Adebayo was the only one that showed up. Yeah, exactly. But what, what I'm trying to say is, 
when it comes down to crunch time and it's really a tight game, maybe you're down by a run or two, maybe you're only up by a run or two, Machado's going to be talking that dugout. Do you really trust him to lead your team to greatness? I think at the end of the day, you kind of convinced me. I think I'm going to take the USA, but I will say if the Dominican Republic have a roster like this, the next World Baseball Classic, it will be tough for me to pick against them. It, I want to pick them badly for this one, but I think you're right. I think the veteran leadership for the USA will just very closely help them prevail, move, you know, and win this entire thing. But man, it I I would love to see the USA and the Dominican Republic as the final two teams in this tournament because it will provide us with some really good baseball, to say the least. I think the dream tournament uh, or dream finals is DR on one side and USA on the other. Right. Because man, that would that be? Imagine the finals being in Miami too. The atmosphere would be. It'd be out electric. Of this world. Imagine It'd you be have, out of this world. And for you and Marlon fans, I mean, you have Sandy Alcantara pitching that game as well for the DR against. Uh, maybe Adam Wainwright. I I don't know who the USA would throw on that game, but have Sandy pitching in his own home ballpark for that game would be even a bigger time uh, atmosphere to say the least. Yeah, who needs spring training, everyone? <laughs> but listen, I mean, the World Baseball Classic will definitely be a fun one. It goes on from March 7th to March 21st, if I'm not mistaken. So it will definitely be a nice two weeks of baseball to see some of the world's best players and even international players that we haven't really, you know, gone to learn of, but we will eventually learn of the next couple of weeks. Um, but that is going to do it for the All Gas No Break Sports Show, our first part of our show. Please tune on into our next part of our conversation. We're going to be doing a little bit of a you know fun little experiment. We're going to be making an all-time team in the MLB, and we're going to have you, the listeners, vote on onto who we you think is the best team that we have made between Andrew and I. It should be a very fun experiment. We're looking to see how that will go on, but that will be in part two of our conversation. Once again, this is Nicholas Bavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson with the All Gas No Break Sports Show.